welcome back to the Outspeed Podcast. I am your host, Katie Zaccardi, and I'm so excited to be here today with you. Pardon my voice, I'm a little raspy today. It's a combination of allergies and rehearsing for a show I have coming up on Friday. It's going to be the first show that I've played in like two years, so I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty nervous, but it's going to go well. And um, if you're in the New York area, it is on October 4th, Friday, October 4th at Pelham Art Center. It is actually a showcase in collaboration with Women Crush Music, which is the nonprofit that I volunteer for. So come check it out if you are in the New York area. But today we're going to talk all about money. Now, this idea for today's podcast came from an email that I sent out to my list on Monday. And that email came from an idea that I had after attending Suzanne Polinsky's Musicpreneur Mindset Summit this weekend. During the weekend, I began to notice a common theme I was seeing after talking talking one-on-one with some of the attendees. And after having previously, you know, talked one-on-one in the DMs with a lot of my followers and people that I'm connected with. And it was that why should I pay for a coach when I could just ask a friend or my community or mentors or listen to a podcast and get support for them from them for free? And it's a fair question. It's a fair question. And I noticed that when people would hear about what I do and now Mind you, a lot of the people at the conference, they paid to go to this conference, so they are not new to investing in their career in some way or another. But I had a few people just simply ask me, not even like challenging, challenge me in a way that they were, you know, wondering the credibility of my services. It wasn't anything like that. It was simply just wondering, well, that's all well and good, but how can I do this for free? Like, <laughs> what if I just ask a mentor? And I think I had one person straight up asked me like, have you had mentors before that got you to this point? And you know, what's your take on having a mentor? And honestly, like, yes, I've had mentors here and there and I've had people in different specific areas who have helped me. But the reason I am where I am now is because I hired a coach and because I got into programs that helped me focus on specific things and therefore do specific things. So anyway, it just got me thinking after talking with a lot of people and you know, I just launched a new program, so I'm in conversations with people about this and about money specifically, and there's a lot of shit that comes up around money. Like, we all have something around money, and I know for myself, I've been working on this for two years. For two years, I've been working on money mindset, manifestation, working on my finances, and really just being aware of my money. So, if you are curious about that post that I was talking about, you can it went out in my newsletter, but I also put it on Instagram. So you can just head to my latest Instagram post or one of my latest Instagram posts, depending on when you're listening to this, <laughs> um, and read it. And I just talk about why mentors are great, but they're not going to help you really further your career as best, as fast, as amazingly as you could. And I just kind of debunk it a little bit. I talk about why this is the case. And it's not me trying to promote my coaching services or say that you have to pay me in order to move forward. It's not that at all. It's simply just addressing like, why do we feel like in the music industry, we expect everything for free when at the same time, we want people to pay for our music. And I want to talk a little bit about this. You know, I think that we are all under the impression. I know I certainly was. And honestly, sometimes I still go back and forth and I have to pull myself out of the story that there's no money in the music industry because it's simply not true. 
Now, I was working full-time up until the beginning of this year. And honestly, I had kind of settled on the fact when I had graduated from college, I went to NYU for music business, so I studied this very specific field, and I had kind of settled on the fact, um, the sad fact that, oh, I probably wasn't going to get paid a super great salary. So it was what it was. I accepted my salary. It wasn't that bad given music industry standards. Uh, I did get a raise while I was there, which was nice, but it still was especially compared to some of my friends, like not as high as I would like it to be. And I felt I worked really hard. I know I worked really hard during school and, you know, after school and at my job to do what was asked of me to keep learning, to keep growing. But yet I was not satisfied with the money I was getting. However, because of just this story of the music industry has no money in it and you're not going to get paid a lot, whether you are an artist or an industry professional, I I do see this story being present in a lot of people's minds. I just accepted it. But eventually it got to the point where I knew I wanted to move on, right? I knew I wanted to start my company and I knew I wanted to do something different. But I wasn't sure what it was yet. However, during this contemplation, I really did come to the point as I was sort of planning my leave for this job and I was looking at other coaches in the coaching in the online coaching industry and I was considering some programs to to do, I was I was observing how much money they were making. And people were talking about making 5K months, which I think 5K months equates to like $60,000 a year. Now, I didn't tell you how much I made, but um, let me tell you, it was way less than 60000 a year. So thinking about that and thinking about, oh my gosh, like I could get 5K months and I could hit $60,000 a year. That's freaking awesome. That's, that would be so cool and I could do it on my own. And as I began to figure out, as I believe, um, if you've been following me for a while, then you know that I quit my full-time job, but I started to do freelance work while I started my business. So up until this point, I have done freelance work part-time as well as building my business, starting and growing my business. And already now, now it's, it's October 2nd when I record this. I'm recording it the day it comes out. So it's the beginning of October and up until now I am about $5,000 away from matching my full-time salary and we still have one full quarter of the year to go and I that doesn't even really include like technically calendar year speaking I should be hitting I should be considering it February because that's when I left my full-time job. Anyway all of this to say I'm making more money now out of my full-time job than I was in my full-time job. And the reason that that's the case is because, one, I took a risk. I chose not to accept the story that everyone was telling me and that I was choosing to believe that there's no money in the music industry and I just have to deal with having a shitty salary. Two, I invested in myself. And I did really scary things with money at the beginning of my journey in that I put more money down than I've ever thought of putting money down before for something that I knew deep down was going to help me. So let me tell you a little bit about that. So technically my first investment actually was in Sahara Rose's program. I think it was called something about the doshas, Ayurveda and money and abundance. I honestly forget what the title of the course was, so that's on me. But Asara Rose is an expert who focuses on, she's an expert in Ayurveda. 
So I had done my yoga teacher training. I was becoming interested in this topic of learning more about Ayurveda. And I came across her podcast like in the summer before. And then in the fall, she had launched this program that was all about money and abundance in specific relation to the doshas. Now just crash course, the doshas basically is like a body and mind type. So think like endomorph, ectomorph, or think like fiery mind, peaceful mind, you know, like the difference between Oprah and I don't know, me. <laughs> Definitely more fiery than Oprah, I would say. Um, but um, so it, it allows you to figure out kind of who you are. I mean, it's kind of like any personality test, although the doshas do do correlate to your body type as well. But if you were to think in the mind, you, you know, there's plenty of Enneagrams and the ENFT or whatever that's called. I definitely got that wrong, but whatever. Um, whatever that's called, you can do so many personality tests and you can figure out a little bit more about yourself. So the doshas tell you a little bit more about yourself. And then she was putting this money course in the perspective of the doshas so that you can also learn how each person, each personality type deals with money and also learning about things you could do to kind of like start a business or start additional streams of income and how to create abundance and things like that. So that was my first foray both into coaching in general and investing in something and into money mindset and money work in general. And I really found that this was just so important. It was truly the perfect place to start my journey because I think that money is the thing that can trip us all up so often. So in that course, I they had us do a lot of work around the stories and the beliefs that we have around money. So for instance, there's no money in the music industry. That's one of them. Something you might have heard growing up is like money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, we can't afford that. Um, anything like that, anything that you are used to hearing about money, it, positive or negative. One of the first important things, so this is going to be, this podcast is like part story, part tip. So tip number one for dealing with this is really examining where your money beliefs came from. So I highly recommend that, now you guys have probably heard me talk about limiting beliefs before, both on the podcast and on Instagram. And one really important exercise to do is do limiting belief work around money. So the first step is to really just examine what are these beliefs that I'm saying? What are the beliefs and the the lines and the stories that are coming up for me around money? And even if it's something, you know, like money doesn't grow on trees, you're not probably walking around going like, well, money doesn't grow on trees, but you might not spend something or you might, you know, your friend might ask you to go out and you say, I don't really want to because I'm a little tight on money. I, I don't really want to spend it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Eh, it doesn't feel good. Maybe we'll go anyway. That kind of mindset is something that might come from Something like that. So anything that's coming up for you, anything that you're feeling right now around money, to write that down. And then to go back into the past. Write and think about how did your parents treat money? How was money dealt with growing up? Did you grow up in a place where money was scarce and money was not flowing through and you had to feel like you had to save every bit that you got and you felt guilty spending it? Or, your, or you saw that in your parents and what they were doing? Did you grow up in a place where money was flowing abundantly and you could just spend however you wanted and you never really kept track of it? No matter what it is, take some time to really go back and think about how you grew up with money and what has happened in the past around money that has led you to believe what you believe now and led you to where you are now. 
The reason this is so important is because almost all of our shit comes from childhood or youth in general or sometime before now. Something has happened that has shaped and molded your beliefs around money now. Now, the important thing to remember here is that it doesn't have to be that way. You have the power to change that story and to change your story that you move forward with. So that's tip number one that I want you guys to take action on in terms of money. Now I'll get back to the story. So for me, I took Sahara's money course. And at that point, I throughout the course, there was a, a slight focus on business because a lot of the people in it were really interested in building businesses. So it got me thinking at this time, I was still working full time, but it got me thinking about what I could do, how I could build my business. And I talked to... Um, the founder of Woman Crush Music, Ashley Kervibon, who of course is a good friend of mine because um, we've worked together for like two years now. Um, and she told me, or she put the idea in my head of like, have you ever thought about coaching? And up until that point, I honestly never had. But then I started toying around with it. So fast forward several months later and I finally kind of nailed down an idea. I said, okay, I think I want to coach people. You know, I've been doing this in, with Women Crush Music for a while now informally in our Facebook groups and connecting with people in person at our events, but I've never really taken it into an online space or into any structure and that would be really cool. But I've had a lot of, you know, areas of the music industry that I've worked in. Booking shows is a huge thing that I've worked in, especially for my own self and through Women Crush Music. I have worked in social media and in press and PR for a lot of my career. And then my full-time job was in market or was in licensing and publishing. So there was a lot of areas that I could focus on, but really what I wanted to focus on was wellness and mental health. Because not only was that a passion of mine, and I guess you could call it a skill since I have coped with anxiety for so long and I have done my yoga teacher training and I've really researched and learned all of these skills and personal development tools and other wellness habits that can really help move people through a space of stress and despair. And I decided I'm just going to go for that because I feel that that is what's missing. I feel like that is a gap in the industry that nobody's filling right now. So I decided I'm starting a business. And then I was scrolling on Instagram. This is how crazy shit is. Like, I'm not making this up. I was on Zahara Rose's Instagram. So the Instagram person, the person who I did the first course with, I was on her Instagram. And in her stories, she had posted something about her mastermind or her friends. And she had tagged a few people that she was with. And so I, for whatever reason, decided, hmm, let me check these people out. I noticed they were all coaches. I was just curious to see what they were all doing. One of these people was Amanda Bucci. So Amanda Bucci became my business coach. And within, you know, just a few days of seeing her stuff, I saw that she was posting about the Flourish and Conquer Accelerator, which was a course that she was running starting in February. This course was for new business owners. And I remember reading the sales page and just thinking, holy shit, this is perfect. This is exactly what I need. But, you know, I just followed this person. I never invested this amount before. I'm not going to say the exact numbers for the investments because I do want to respect the programs and the people who run the programs. It's not really nice to share that stuff. But I will say that the investment total at the end of this episode. So anyway, so I invested in the program and I was scared shitless and I was over Christmas break, like going back and forth. What do I do? I don't know what's happening. Am I quitting my job? Am I doing this program? What's the plan? And I went back and forth and I sat down and uh, I really thought big. 
And I thought, how much money can I be making from this? Now, it's going to take some time to build it. But what if I do this and I do a part-time job just so I can make it work and just so I can try it out? Crunch some numbers. I came up with a plan. I figured out the exact date I was going to leave my job in order to really make it all work and to go full force. And I did it. And it felt amazing. And it took some time. You know, a lot of times things are slower than we necessarily want them to be to build the business. But but by April, by the end of the program, I had my business up and running and I was signing clients and I was making money. Now, obviously my business, the core of it is to serve people. It's not to make money, but <laughs> I need to survive. And when people pay you for your services, you do make money. For the purposes of this episode, we're talking about money. So I'm just going to point at, point all of that out. And I continue to grow my business since then. After that program ended, I invested in another program, which was essentially the phase two of that program. It was almost like a continuation with similar or some of the same coaches. And I also invested in another program all about money. And this program was to help me, you know, split up my business and personal finances, work, continue work on money mindset, learn more about negotiating and how to make sure that you are really, you know, looking at your finances and budgeting and like basically anything that you can think of, both logistics about money as well as mindset. And I had done this work before, right? But the work never really stops. And I'm still in it. I also got myself a car during this time, um, which wasn't really a business investment, but it felt like I was kind of up leveling my life. So (laughs) I'm going to point that one out too. And no joke, The other important and very interesting thing with all of this is that when I made these investments, I got them back in return. So I've already made back all of these investments of this year. And so far, those have totaled upwards of $10,000. But what I mean specifically is when I quit my job and invested in FCA, Flourish and Conquer uh, Accelerator, Immediately afterwards, I found my part-time job that would be able to support me through this time when I was still kind of building up my business. When I invested in my car and I invested in the new money program, and that new money program is called the Wealth Accelerator. I actually have a link for that program. I'm going to put it in my bio. It's so awesome. Chloe, who runs it, so her Instagram handle is at deeper than money, and she also has a podcast Um, which I really recommend you listening to. So Chloe, her Instagram, her podcast, and her program, The Wealth Accelerator, is so, so awesome. Such an important resource. So that's tip number two. Look into Chloe and check out her podcast and check out her Instagram. And those are all free resources. And if you're ready to really up-level, I highly recommend looking into her course, The Wealth Accelerator. And I don't know if it's open for enrollment right now, but I'm just going to put it on your radar for the future. And dang... When I did that, when I put these two investments out, and and I want to preface this too by saying that like all of this was scary. It never really got less scary because in all times I was still taking a risk. I was doing something new. I was really just putting myself out there and being willing to learn and willing to do whatever comes my way and trusting that I was making the right decision for myself. So when I made those two investments at at the beginning of May and end of April, I had gone from having like one client, I think at that time, to signing six clients, six, in like the span of one or two weeks. 
Again, I'm, I cannot make this shit up. And so as soon as I really showed to myself, okay, I'm worth it. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to up level. I'm going to put myself in a higher mindset. Now, like the exchange of money was what allowed that to happen in the, in these scenarios. But really what was going on there was that I was choosing to up level and I was choosing to take my place, to take myself into a new place, into a new mindset, into a higher vibe as I invested this money. So when I did that, again, I put some money out and I got it right back. And now I'm making more and more because I made those investments. So a lot of times I find that we get very scared. We get super super unsure that, okay, I'm going to spend this money and it's not going to come back to me. But the truth is, money is abundant. So if it's not going to you, it's going to someone else. And common law of attraction, and I've talked about law of attraction plenty of times. If not, you could Google it. You can watch The Secret. It's, it's pretty basic, but just saying that, you know, what you put out is what you get. So if you're in a positive mindset, you're going to get positivity back. If you're in a negative mindset, you're going to get negativity back. If you are feeling like something's not going to happen, guess what? It's probably not going to happen because you are putting your energy out there that's attracting or repelling something based on how you are feeling. Same with money. If you are putting money out there, if you are feeling confident that it's going to come back to you, if you are trusting that it's all going to work out. Now, of course, this doesn't mean just like, you know, spend your life savings on like handbags and hope that somehow it comes back to you. But if you are putting your money in something that is going to like really serve your life and help you move to a next level, then it's going to come back to you. And it's all about the mental space that you put yourself in. So doing the exercise that I mentioned before is really important to help you recognize the mental space that you are in around money, address where it came from, address that it's just a story, and then after you've done that, it's a good chance to turn these into positive stories and positive affirmations. Take a minute to just journal out what you want this next quarter to look like. What do you want the rest of this decade, 2019, what do you want the rest of this decade to look like? The next three months, how do you want to be? How do you want to show up for your money? Write that out and then write out some positive affirmations around money. This can be anything like money is abundant and flowing through me. One of the ones that I have that I put up on my wall at the beginning of my coaching um, journey that I so that I would see when I was on discovery calls with people and client calls was I am a good coach. Freedom and abundance are mine. I am here to serve. I think I need to upgrade that because I'm a good coach. Like, I'm a great coach. But (laughs) you will see what I mean by that. And keeping these reminders around, either reading them in the morning or putting alerts on your phone or hanging them up on your computer on a place where you will see them often, this will help to remind you to get into that positive mindset. And it's okay if you're not there right away. Now, this this takes time. Like, you're not expected to write down a positive affirmation around anything and around money in this case and expect it to be true or expect yourself to believe it right away. It's okay if you don't. But by practicing it every day, by seeing it every day, by getting it in your body, by really just trying to embody it the best that you can, eventually you will believe it and you will get there. And if you're thinking like, okay, but you didn't tell me how to like budget stuff or make more money (laughs) or do any of this, I know that. But that's because that stuff, I trust that you can figure it out if you start thinking outside of the box. But in order to really get out of the box, 
you need to work on your mindset around money. It's currently October and I'm thinking about the next program that I am going to invest in because I know that it's going to take me to the next level. And the reason I wanted to talk about this too is to just show that I think it's important, first of all, I practice what I preach. I'm not just trying to get you to invest in any coaching services, mine or any of my colleagues who are in this industry or vocal coaches or life coaches or social media stuff or programs or email, newsletter, blast courses, whatever it may be. I want you, of course, to do what is best for you. But it's important to recognize that when you use money, not only are you showing yourself that you're worth it, you are more committed to accomplishing what you are going to accomplish. You are most likely, hopefully, you are paying for an expert in what you're doing, in what you're trying to achieve, and therefore you will get there faster, harder, with more confidence, with more ease, and that's what's going to help you grow your music career. That's what's going to help you develop in life and work on this personal development. Most of the time when I hear from people that they you know, don't want to invest in a program or they don't have the money for it or they can't budget for it, all that it really means is that it's not a priority for them. And that's okay. Not everything has to be a priority for you. And you can look into programs or courses or whatever it might be and you can, you know, do your research and and inquire and you can decide that it's not right for you. But the truth is that if something is what you need, if it is a priority, you will figure out a way to do it, right? If you need surgery or your cat needs to, I don't know, get medicine, you're going to figure out a way to make that happen. If you desperately want to go on a vacation or go see Beyonce in concert, then you're going to figure out how to get that money to get that ticket. And you're going to like treat yourself, right? Oh, I'm just going to treat myself. Well, why not treat yourself to something that's going to move your career forward or that's going to help with your personal development? So I just want to challenge you there and I just want to tell the story and acknowledge these mindset blocks that I hear a lot and these stories that I do hear a lot of people telling themselves so that it's out in the open because I think that we should be talking about money more in the music industry. And I think that we need to be more honest about it with each other, with what it means, and let's get the hell out of this place of believing that there's no money in the music industry because it's really not true. But if you want to move beyond the people who aren't making any money, you need to work on your mindset and you need to really believe that it's possible for you. So that's my little story. That's my story of how I've invested, how I've grown throughout the years. Again, the reason I share that is because I want you to see that I didn't get to this place in my business and in my life and where I am in my life is that I just actually quit my freelance job and I'm going full time in my business and I have the ability to do that because of how far I've grown so fast. And the reason that that's happened is because I surrounded myself with people. And when I say people, I mean coaches and programs as well as colleagues and people who brought me to the next level. So that's pro tip number three is examine who you're hanging out with, not just coaches. You know, of course I'm encouraging you that if you feel compelled, it's important to invest in yourself in any program that fits with whatever goal you are trying to accomplish right now. But also, who are you hanging out with? Are you hanging out with other artists who are Debbie Downers and who also believe that they're not going to make any money? Are you hanging out with a bunch of people around you in your family or just friend group who are saying like, 
oh, I don't know why you're doing that. There's no money in the music industry. Are you hanging out with just other people in general who are low vibe, who aren't high achievers, who aren't looking to grow? Because if that's the case, change who you are surrounding yourself with in person and on social media. So do a mass unfollowing if you have to, to get rid of any people who are causing you to be low vibe. If you want to make more money, you have to take the next step. You have to commit to up-leveling and you have to believe that it's possible for you. So do the mindset work that I recommended in this episode. A few other resources that I like to recommend to clients and have done myself are uh, You Are a Badass at Making Money. That's a book or audiobook by Jen Sincero, as well as Unleash Your Inner Money Babe, which is a 21-day workbook to manifest $1,000 by Katherine Zeneca. I also highly recommend, as I mentioned before, Deeper Than Money and Deeper Than Money podcast and the Wealth Accelerator course plus um, Chris Harder's podcast, which is called For the Love of Money. So most of these resources are, um, Chris Harder actually has a course. I have not taken it, but I believe his course is rather low cost as well, all about basic money principles. So all of these people, all of these things are available for either free to low cost, and some of them are a higher investment, but there are really easy ways for you to get into a place where you are working on your money mindset. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of money to do it. And get started on your money journey And I want to end by saying that I know that being a musician or even being an industry professional can be expensive. You have to invest in rehearsal time, rehearsal space, possibly paying musicians. If you want to record and release an album, you're paying a producer, you're paying for studio time. It doesn't come cheap. But we have resources around us not only to work on that money mindset, but to ask for help to do a crowdfunding campaign, to get that money. So if you're in a place where you're really feeling like, I can't invest and it's a lost cause and I'm stuck in a job where I hate it and I'm not making any money and all of my extra money is going to my music career and I'm doing it all myself. How can you change that situation? Can you change your job? Can you move to a different job? Often we get, again, stuck in a place where we feel like this is the only option for us. But I can almost guarantee you that if you start looking outside the box, you will find something else that works. Can you do a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo campaign and raise money to record your album or raise money to invest in a coach and just support your music career? And, you know, of course, usually with that stuff, you you have to put something out, maybe even a music video or a single or anything like that. But what can you do? How can you get the support of other people? How can you think outside of the box so that you can get to that next level? All right, my dears. Well, we have reached the end of this episode, but before I go, I want to mention real quick that the release incubator is still open for enrollment. So if you want to join, just head to bit.ly slash the release incubator, and you can sign up for the program by scheduling your call. And then after your call, your 30 days of Voxer access will start. So that's the bulk of the program. And on our call, we'll discuss, we'll lock down the dates for your release, whether it's a single or a single and an album or singles and an album, no matter what it is. Is, we will fully map that out. We will come up with ideas for press and I'll do any trainings and send you over any trainings that you need in order to figure out the best plan and the best way to go about doing press. I'll look over any press pitches and press releases that you have before you send them out. I will also review your social media plan with you and help you fine tune anything. Again, review that after the fact, after our call, once you've worked on that. And overall, we'll just make sure that you are planning the best release possible. So whatever questions you have about releasing your music, they will be answered in this program. And if you know some things, like for instance, you might be an expert in social media, but not sure about press, 
no sweat. We're going to focus on what you don't know. And we're going to focus on making that really strong suit so that you can have the best release possible and so that you can approach this with confidence. So if you are planning a release for this quarter or January of 2020, don't hesitate Go join this program now. You get to work one-on-one with me for an insanely low cost of $147 a month. This price will be jumping up the next time I launch. So I highly recommend you get in on this program now. You can schedule the call for when best works for you and your schedule and your plan for this release. And I cannot wait to work with you and make this release the best possible. All right, guys, I will catch you on next week's episode. And until then, have a fabulous week.